Welcome back to the Jamil Gabriel Show. I'm your host, Jamil Gabriel. So I saw the new town hall meeting with, you know, the president, Joe Biden. And it's really hard for me to say that, but he is the president. And first off, I want to explain that this dude, it was a complete disaster. Okay. It was a complete disaster. I mean, there's a picture of the amount of people that showed up to the town hall meeting, okay? Now, this is the president of the United States showed up. The first row was the only thing filled up. I mean, it's like a sea of empty seats uh, forward back. And you got to admire that some of those people in that crowd aren't, you know, aren't people seeing the president because you have to have the camera crew. You have to have the audio crew, the light crew, you have all these different crews that set it up and you know, they're doing the best. You know, they probably have like five, six people per crew to do the absolute best because this is the president of the United States and CNN funded it. And now speaking of which, this is actually really sad. If you really think about it, it's actually quite sad. So the amount of viewers was 1 million people, 1 million people, more people tuned in to Tucker Carlson than they did to watch the president of the United States. And it's it's quite sad because, you know, this is the president. This guy is the in charge of the executive branch of government. I mean, he is one of the most powerful people in the United States, if not the entire world. Okay? He runs the entire military. I mean, executive order after executive order could completely destroy us. I mean, it has. I mean, this dude has been in office for about six months and look at your gas prices. Look how much it costs to fill up your tank. Look at the unemployment rate. Look at all that other stuff. But luckily, we do have checks and balances. So if the executive branch gets a little bit too high, then the you know, legislative and judicial can you know step in. But that is really hard. I mean, look at what happened with, um, with Trump. You know, you'd expect the Supreme Court to step in. They didn't. They didn't care. They were like, no, we're not going to step in. So, and you're not going to convince me that the election wasn't stolen. I mean, just watching this town hall meeting and you see only the first row is filled up. The first three, I'm sorry. There's probably about, you know, I, this was on a college campus. So the auditorium is fairly big. Um, every college campus. And I, I went to school at CSU Pueblo and it's a pretty small campus compared to like regular Colorado State University or... Um, you know, Harvard or Princeton or Yale, you know, Ivy League schools or even state schools, North Carolina University or University of North Carolina. I mean, they this school was way bigger. I mean, the population of the amount of people that go to school in these like state schools is like 50,000 people. Now, the population that was going through CSU Pueblo at the time was like 2,000 to 5,000 people. I mean, not that much. Not that much. And the auditorium could probably seat, I would say at CSU Pueblo, probably seat a thousand would, would be my guess. And like I said, this is, I think this was done in a Ivy League school. So you know that this auditorium is way, way bigger than what I grew up to. So you could see like a thousand people at CSU Pueblo. In fact, um, the president before and Ben Shapiro actually showed up. Um, Kanye West performed at that auditorium. And I'm not trying to oversell CSU Pueblo. It's a great school. If you ever come to Colorado and want to go to school, I recommend Colorado State University Pueblo or Colorado State University. I digress. 
it's a pretty decent sized auditorium. And like I said, it's a small school. It's only like seats two to 5,000 people in that campus. Now, unlike Colorado State University that seats like 50,000 people, you know, or has 50,000 students, those auditoriums probably seat like 5,000 people, five to 10,000 people. And I don't remember where he did this. It was some kind of Ivy League school. But you got to admire that this, this auditorium is pretty massive. I mean, it's, it's enormous. And yet no one showed up to go see the president of the United States. No one even watched it. No one. One million people. More people tuned in to Tucker Carlson than they did the president of the United States. And you're going to tell me and sit there and tell me in my face that the election wasn't stolen. He got 80 million votes. That's the most popular president in U.S. history. And he cannot fill a auditorium. He can't do it. He can't fill a high school auditorium. And it wasn't in a high school. But the amount of people that showed up, probably around 100 people. I mean, I could literally count it on my phone. I have a picture of someone sitting in the way back. And I I would say it's about 100 people that actually showed up. I mean, the seats are, yeah, it's about 100 people. No, actually not even. Let's see. I would say 50 to 75 people. And you're not going to also tell me, well, it's because of COVID, because none of them are wearing their mask and they're not sitting six feet apart from each other. They are sitting side by side, by side, by side. And there is not that many people in this auditorium. It's really sad. And like I said, you got to account for the light crew, the camera crew, you know, the audio crew. The people that set up the nice background that says CNN president presidential town hall with, you know, the presidential seal. You, you got to count all those people that had to set that up. They had to build those posters. They had to build that wall and paint it. So and they probably got a good deal like, hey, not also will you get paid like minimum wage, but you'll be able to sit in and watch the president. And still, because those people are probably going to have to take everything down later on. And still, 50 to 100 people showed up to that. One million people watch the president of the United States. Now, compare that to Donald Trump in Saratoga. Um, I think it was about a month ago he went to Saratoga. 50,000 people showed up. I mean, 50,000. He's not even the president anymore. And 50,000 people showed up. On Rumble alone, and I, Rumble is the new YouTube. I would recommend everyone switching over to Rumble. I haven't quite yet, but when I do, it'll just go be in Rumble because there's no censorship. There's none of that BS. Um, but on Rumble, there's 500,000 people that watched it. 500,000. Now, imagine if YouTube, you know, let people stream. Because they canceled it after um, it appeared in Saratoga. I think someone, I think C-SPAN streamed it or something like that. And they totally canceled it. Yep. And they were like, I think C-SPAN was like going to sue Google or something like that. But anyway, 500,000 people on Rumble alone. Okay. That's not even like, you know, a main channel. That's not like YouTube. That's not like Fox. 
So we don't even know the numbers because, you know, Google likes to hide things and Facebook likes to hide um, views and delete some after they get so many, um, you know, down likes. So and this this is a complete disaster because I'm going to show you or rather listen, let you listen to a video of what he was saying during the town hall. Question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are. Why can't the 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 experts say we know that this virus is in fact uh, um, uh, it, it, it's going to be? Uh, or excuse me, we, we we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. Okay. Did, did you get all that? I, I mean, that's just a short clip. Um, so this is what I imagine, you know, he was saying during this speech, right? There was a princess and she was older than me and she was this kind of shy because she goes in her castle so she found a puppy and she just only only found a puppy in the garden the end so yeah that was a three-year-old talking that was a three-year-old telling a nonsensical story because you know how three-year-olds do like they're, they're gonna go in and they're gonna explain this and go well, me and Jimmy were, were playing, and and he has this red truck, and so this red red truck, but but it's a it's a it's a red truck that his sister his sister gave him the red truck, and the the and the and that that sister sister she lives she lives upstairs in his room, and and um she she has this re red truck, and uh, um and so we played with it. Which one makes more sense to you? I I want you to honestly. Honestly, think about it, okay? I want you to honestly listen to Joe Biden and listen to a three-year-old person or a three-year-old toddler telling a story. Now, which one makes more sense? And you definitely know that you're, you're probably laughing because you're like, yeah, the three-year-old definitely makes more sense than the president of the United States. And it's it's quite sad, Okay. That a three-year-old makes sense. I mean, yeah, the story's all over the place. I mean, this this girl was talking about a princess, um, but I got the gist of it. I mean, it's a princess that sh was shy. That That's the only thing I got out of it. Okay? I didn't get anything out of Joe Biden's speech. Anything. And they were about the same length. They were about the same length of what I clipped out. And yet, people are going... Oh yeah, he's he's so he just has a stutter. That is not a stutter. That is cognitive decline. Everyone sees it. The world is literally making fun of us, making fun of the United States. Okay, and you have China Joe. I mean, China literally took over Hong Kong. It's done. They implemented back in 2020 or 2021. Um, pretty much no more protests. You succumb to the communist regime. That's pretty much it. Let's see. I'll, I'll explain it. Hong Kong. So it was national security law implement or enacted. 2021, June 30th. 
So, actually, I think it's 2020, but June 30th. Okay, within a year. So, they took, they just straight up took Hong Kong. And now they're trying to take Taiwan. And I've explained this numerous times. They're going to try. Now, it was because before we had threats of nukes and we're like, hey, we're going to use them. But we have China Joe here who's like, uh, do you need do you need me to suck you off, Xi Jinping? Oh, let me do that. Let, let me suck you off. All right. Hey, LeBron, do you want to do you want to turn? Do you want to turn? So. It, it's honestly embarrassing. It's really sad. So in two years, I want you to go out there and vote. Make China Joe out. OK, if we get a senatorial, you know, victory and a congressional victory, there is no possible way Joe could pass anything. There's nothing. So. And, you know, like I said, we have checks and balances for a reason. <sighs> so I read this Facebook post and I, I everyone knows, OK, everyone knows that uh, these billionaires are going up to space. Okay, Elon Musk created SpaceX a long time ago. Um, Dr. Evil or Jeff Bezos created, you know, the the Blue Origin rocket. And he went to space a couple days ago, I think. And um, Richard Branson, um, Virgin, you know, CEO or owner, he went to uh, he went to space. So there's this comment here and it's it's really quite hilarious. Okay. And it has that, you know, I think they have Down syndrome or whatever. Um, they have that it'll trickle down, but it's written with like capital letters and like lowercase letters. I, I don't understand what that point is. And then it says, no, they'll build spaceships with it. And, and this is my thought process, okay? Do you honestly think Elon Musk, Richard Branson, and Jeff Bezos create rockets is that what you think they're like in the fucking backyard tinkering and making rockets is that what people think when you know they were going to space because that's totally not how it works all right they have to buy engineers they have to pay people to make this stuff okay there is a lot a lot of logistics that goes in to building a rocket to build a spaceship Okay, you need an engineer to somehow be able to store oxygen, the right amount of oxygen. Too much oxygen, it could explode, creating a fire hazard. Um, something to put it out. You need engineers for comfort. You need engineers to make the seat to withstand that many Gs, to withstand the people. You need some engineers to make the spacesuit. And, you know, that way you can breathe out in space, all right? You need, um, you need the engine. How many engineers do you think it takes to make the engine? Quite a lot. Okay. You need to test all this stuff. All right. That costs millions, millions of dollars for every test launch that they send out. And if that thing fails, someone's got to, you know, um, record it and find out what went wrong. They have to record all of it. Okay. All crashes is a good thing. Because they can learn from it so that way it doesn't happen again. They have someone that does that. They look at it and they're like, oh, well, it crashed at this many feet up in the air or this many kilometers up in the air. It crashed. You know, the debris fell uh, three miles out. All this other stuff. So you need people that are 
intelligence in physics. You need people that are intelligence in chemistry. You need all these people. You need machinists. There, there's no way that Richard Branson, Jeff Bezos, and Elon Musk just do it in their backyard. It takes probably 100 to 500 people to make one rocket ship and countless man hours. I'm talking about like 50,000 man hours. So you need a lot of people to do that, okay? And guess what you have to do to those people? You have to pay them. Otherwise, they're not going to create you a spaceship. They're going to be like, no, I'll pass. I, I don't want <laughs> You want to go in space? Well, I want, you know, $100,000 salary. So suck it. So <laughs> it's, it's obviously trickling down. Their wealth, they have to pay people to make this stuff. Okay, they just they, they don't do it in their backyard and are like, well, I'm going to go into space. I'm just going to, you know, build a rocket ship. Okay, the Challenger exploded because of a simple O-ring because they didn't take into account of the cold, colder weather. That was it. It exploded. It killed like eight people. So how many I mean, if you were put yourself in Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos' shoes. Think about it. You want to go into space, okay? How many times are you going to shoot up that rocket? I will shoot up like a billion dollars worth of that rocket just to make sure. It better, it better never explode, okay? Every time it launches, I want a 100% fucking success rate. 100%. That's, that's me, though. I don't know. Maybe Jeff Bezos is like, yeah, I'll settle with a 10% launch. No, I have, for me, if I had that kind of money, I'd be like, yeah, you know, send it up as many times as you possibly can. I want to see that thing launch 100% of the time, every time, not explode or anything like that. So this, this argument that it's like, well, they're spending all this money. They could feed world hunger. They technically are. They're doing it. Okay, they're paying these people and these people that are way smarter than, you know, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and Richard Branson combined in terms of engineering are getting paid a decent and handsome salary. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't be doing it. You think they're going to do that stuff for minimum wage? Do you think they're going to be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to work, you know, countless hours to make sure this this guy goes up into space? safely no they're probably getting paid six figures easily easy freaking lee so <laughs> it is the dumbest thing now i i want to i i really want to play a video or yeah play a video of um the young turks if you don't know who they are they're like the most liberal news article uh news media um, they're, they're kind of in a little situation, but I want to talk about the Cuban, um, the Cuban crisis. Let's call it that. All right. So they're going into, they're going, they're protesting. Everyone's heard of it. Okay. And the liberal media is claiming that even Jen Psaki is like, well, it's because of the COVID and they don't have enough doctors. And it's because of the trade embargo that the Republicans put in. What? They're holding the American flag and yelling Liberta. Now, I'm not very fluent in Spanish. I'm not very fluent in Spanish at all. 
especially the Cuban dialect. But Liberta, yelling Liberta, I've seen Scarface countless times. And I believe that stands for liberty. Okay. And they're holding the American flag. They're not going because of the trade embargo. Okay. And don't get me wrong, the trade embargo is bad. And I know AOC is like salivating. Yeah, it's the trade embargo that that's causing them to protest, which is why they're holding the American flag, right? No, it's because of the communist regime. Okay. They are being succumbed to communists for the past 50 years and they are tired of it. They are done with it. They don't have enough food. They don't have enough you know, clothing. They don't have enough shelter. They don't have enough doctors. They don't have enough of education. And they see as America as a capitalist utopia. Okay. And they want Americans to help. If you, I guarantee you, if you gave Cuban the choice, if America colonized it right now and said you could be a territory of the United States, which they were at one point, do you think that Cubans would probably accept? Yeah, I would guarantee you they would accept right away. I would put money down that they would accept 100%. They would go, yes, make us a territory, okay? And they, they would all fly out to the United States and just live here. I mean, it's so ridiculous that they are defending communism. They're going... Well, it's because of it's because of the trade embargo. How many excuses are you going to make? They're yelling "Liberta," which means I'm pretty sure liberty. They're not yelling communist rules <sighs> or "Yo tengo communista communisto." I, I don't know how to say communism in freaking Spanish. I'm sorry that my joke you know offended people if it did, but they're not yelling that. Okay, they're yelling Liberta and they're holding the American flag because they don't. They're not holding the Soviet Union flag. They're not holding the Chinese flag. Okay, the Communist Chinese Party. They're not holding that. They're not holding the Venezuelan flag. They're not holding North Korean flag. No, they're holding the American flag. And same with the Hong Kong protest last year. They're not holding, you know, the Soviet Union flag. They're not holding the CCP flag. I know CCCP stands for Socialist Soviet, but they're not holding the Chinese communist flag, okay? They're holding the American flag, and for good reason. And unfortunately, China is like, yeah, we don't want you, and we're going to jail you all. But hey, like I said, if you want to help out China, two years time, okay? Well, now it's going to be about a year. So in one year, you have the chance to help out China. Because if we vote for the right candidate, then we can stop all this madness, okay, and possibly help. Or maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe the candidates will straight up lie, like a lot of candidates do. Anyway, that's it for your news. Thanks for listening. I'm Jamil Gabriel, and I'm signing off.